get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 191 of the What Up, Though podcast. Yep, yep. Um, back, Man, I am so fucking over snow, dude. Like, <laughs> I went to sleep right before I put to go to sleep last night. The wife let the dog out. I was like, oh, it's just a little dusting out. I'm like, cool. Woke up like, nah, man, this is way more than a fucking dusting, dude. It was like inches out, man. I am so fucking over snow. Oh, shit. Um, I thought that the groundhog saw it. Sh- Wait, so how does it go? If it sees its shadow, it's less man, winter? Man, I don't know because that's the stupidest shit. I don't know why we still like have that. Like, why is that a thing? I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. And what is the, do you know the, uh, the groundhog name? No, it's uh, some word I can't pronounce, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call it Sacconi. <laughs> it's not Sacconi. <laughs> what the fuck is the the damn groundhog name? Uh, it's something feel. Yeah, it's Poxitoni or some shit like that. I don't know how to say it. I'm, I'm just saying that's what it is. It's P word feel. I don't. I don't know. But it's weird because I'm like not weird, but I'm trying to search it, and I'm like I'm gonna probably. Probably not. I'm gonna see the word and not even know how to pronounce it anyway. Um, Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is. The fuck, Pootsawaney? No, I don't know, dude. (laughs) Uh, it's P U N X S U T. A W N E Y. There's no phonetic pronunciation pronunciation of this shit. <laughs> Pootsawaney. <laughs> don't I got an X in there or some shit? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know what's the. Pro- Let's see. Hey, if you can figure it out, good luck. But. I'm sure our listeners don't want to hear us try to figure out how to say that fucking shit. Okay, how about this? <laughs> Good old fucking YouTube. Let's see. Poxatoni, United States. Poxatoni? Poxatoni. <laughs> Come on. Give us it one more time. Poxatoni? Poxatoni? Poxatoni, United Poxatoni. States. Poxatoni. Poxatoni. Tawny, right? Pox, Pox, Tony. I don't know. I still, I heard her, and I still don't know how to say it. Pox, Tony. Fuck that bitch ass groundhog. Punks, though. It kind of <laughs> looks like Pox, Tony. Now you're looking. Now that I'm looking at it, it does. He does look like a Pox, Tony ass. Oh, Pox, Tony ass. You sound like he say some shit like, as soon as he grabbed that wine, I just creep up from behind. Pox, Tony. Fucking make that your nickname. <laughs> Oh man! Hey Tony, you should make that your nickname. Pumps Tony. Pumps Tony. I'm gonna change Tony's name in the chat to Pumps Tony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm having way too much enjoyment off of that. Anyway, yeah. Welcome back to another. <laughs> These people uh, listening, like, what the fuck they I talking know, right? about? <laughs> 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 
fuck are they talking about? Pasta? Oh, man. <laughs> but, if, yeah. So, welcome back to another grand week of the What Up The Podcast, where today is National Cigar Day. Sure is. Um, and as you know, uh, if you've listened to any other podcast, that we typically smoke cigars and and drink beverages on our uh, show. Um, today is no uh, no change from that. Um, I am having a oldie but goodie uh, <laughs> undercrown. Um, I haven't had one of those in quite some time. Uh, and it's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, undercrowns, we, we grew up on undercrowns. Man, we did a lot of fucking undercrowns. A lot of undercrowns. A lot of... A lot of Drew Estate stuff. Um, definitely don't smoke as as much Undercrown stuff as I used to. Um, I think I have a Liga every now and then, but I can't remember. I can't remember actually even buying like any fibers of those in like, a lo- good long time. Like it's just so much much other shit to smoke that's just lesser in price. I mean, I guess <laughs> if you you don't count the the neon tigers and shit, but that's that was special shit. So whatever. Um, do we have any uh, uh, emails? Indeed, we do. Oh, sweet. it's uh one of those rare, one of those rare moments where we have somebody who took the time out to reach out to our lowly, our lowly podcast our lowly and podcast, provide some even lowlier email. Uh, <laughs> I got to blow the dust off the email inbox. <sighs> And, uh, I'm not even logged in, and I don't know the password. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same password for everything. <laughs> but I never logged into shit, so it's just all logged in. Except for I think I got logged out one time or something. Like I like when <laughs> when I first created this podcast, I created a SoundCloud page, a Twitter page, uh, <clears throat> and oh, and the email. Uh, the email inbox, a, a Gmail inbox, and they all have the same password. Oh, and I just thought about it now. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. They all have, and, and it's a mad simple, it's a mad simple password that, like... <laughs> if you know us... If, if you would, know us, you can probably, probably guess it. it. <laughs> right, I just thought about it, like... If I, if, like, if I would have been on the spot, I may have been like, uh, what the fuck? But then, maybe after a couple of minutes, like, yeah, like I just did, like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Like what up though podcast password cigars right. like, <laughs> like damn <laughs> I didn't even try. It should have been something like Kessler three one three or some shit. <laughs> Fucking Kessler. Yeah, we did drink some Kessler. Man, yeah, we had a lot of fucking Kessler. Lots of Kessler. Like, we should have had a fucking sponsorship from Kessler. Man, it's interesting to like reflect on like over the course of the time we've done this podcast. Like what? F- I don't know. Four years, five years. Yeah, I don't know. Five years this May. Like. The way our both our drinks and cigars have evolved over the course of that a time, like lot. when. So I still had the same job when we started this podcast, but I was like <laughs> lowly as fuck, like on entry level type shit. And you, you might not have even been working. I so was, it was not working. What, so what, if I, that was two thousand fourteen. If if it was five years, yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. about right. So. Well, we, well, we started the podcast the same year we start we did the cigar group. Okay, so it'll be five years for sure for the cigar group in, in June. So. Yeah, so I wasn't making a lot of money, and you didn't have a job, so yeah. it was uh, a yeah. it was Kessler and fucking uh, and five, Drew Estate, $6 sticks yeah, fucking uh, uh, not Wild Bills, wine 
Wine Palace. Uh, four for ten. Roads. Four for ten. Yep. Those and now we have graduated those, the fuck up. Right. Those Niggas are making money out here. <laughs> man, I, I, man I, I was so fucking happy when I... So I started back work, for those who don't follow or don't really care. Um, I started back work full-time uh, September 2016. And that was the best fucking time of my life, dude. Because your ass got back into the workforce. Like It's not like, man, I can't find a job. Let me just get something. Like, fuck it, I'll take this Target gig. Yo ass came back in the workforce like... Right, I just jumped back in. Get money, like, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> it was... I mean, and it was cool because, like, I was doing eyes and ends shit, man. Like, I remember I, I did this one whole ass job. It was like a month. And they said it was supposed to be, you know... Uh, uh, they didn't see an end to it when we first started. It was some bullshit high-low job and shit. And I was on this fuck-ass schedule and all that shit. Uh, yeah, we're going to have unlimited overtime, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, three weeks later. So I work Friday through Monday. No, Friday through Friday. Yeah, Friday through Monday or something. And it was Thursday, and I'm out. I was doing something, and I get a call like, yeah, we're terminating uh, the contract for you guys. Uh, don't worry about going in tomorrow. Like, motherfucker. They hit you with the early the early Trump move. You're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, so sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. We just. I'm like, and then it was so fucked because that the the it was a manager or something had fucked up to time cards or something. So I had like 12 hours or some shit I never got paid for. I was Bastards. pissed off. And they lucky they lucky that the HR was in out of state because I would have been in that fucking building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ready to flip tables and shit. But whatever, man. But yeah, I you know. Uh, Doing them out of end jobs. I went back to school, got my certificate and shit, and I was I was ready to roll. So yeah, jumped back, you know, kind of cannonball back into some good money, man. And you know, and now just... we drink Louis the Thirteenth and smoke <laughs> Davidoff cigars every week. <laughs> I have had it. I don't think I bought a Davidoff since I've been uh, been back working. I am not entirely sure. I don't even know if I've ever smoked a Davidoff. I've had a few. I, Dan might have given me one. I know Dan have given me a few, but I can't even recall like. Smoking it like it, it, it. If he did, it wasn't anything to make me like. Oh, I gotta, I gotta buy some of these now. Like it never, it, it never. Were, I, came I will to say that the Davidoff sticks, they all smell really good. They all burn really well, and they taste good. I mean, all of the great. They smell things good, you look just like for. the, just like the cologne, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they were all fucking great, but I just the price point is just way too much for my. For my liking, so I can't, you know. I feel like I could buy any stick I want to now, but I still don't want to buy fucking thirty dollars sticks. Hey, we're too seasoned to do that. We don't need to buy thirty dollars sticks when we know we can get some fire shit for ten. Well, yeah, I was I was just had that conversation. Uh, I was when I was I was at the Casa Sunday, and um, ended up talking to this guy at the bar and shit. He ended up um, look at jo- you out here making friends. I know, right? He ended up he ended up joining the group as well. But we're just talking about because uh, I heard it was him and another guy talking about. Cuban sticks and they they were like the the big misconceptions. Uh, they were having those conversations. So your ass came with the well, actually. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. So what happened was, well, actually, your Cohiba's fake. Yeah, right. That's yeah. It, fake that, news. Fake news. Um, Wrong. So what happened? Uh, what happened was, uh, I went over to McGee's and was uh, drinking with Eric and shit, 
And then I'm like, dude, I want to get a smoke. So I'm, I'll come back later. I never made it back to McGee's. But um, <laughs> Eric was just sitting at the bar waiting for you, looking at his watch. I, I don't know. Eric probably was <laughs> gone because um, on Sundays, they do soccer there at like 7 in the morning. Oh, so that's why he, he I saw him post up to like McGee's banging at eight thirty in yeah. the morning. I'm like, why the that's, fuck is people there at eight thirty in the morning? Yeah, so they do soccer. They they watch soccer and shit, and they they soccer following is strong as fuck. Hmm. I mean, did you see the picture he posted? Yeah, fucking that's bar how I saw was it. full, like yeah, eight thirty and shit. Yeah, I was like, why? Is I get there like twelve thirty, and it was still a decent amount of people there, but they were kind of falling, uh, you know, flaking out. So. Now, I had you f- know you get it in if the bar is packed at eight thirty yeah. and and dying down at noon. Yeah, it's dying down <laughs> at noon. Like you sure. was really getting it in, and it was probably gonna pick back up when the Michigan Michigan State game came on, but I didn't make it back for that. So I'm like, cool. I'm gonna go over to La Casa get a, a smoke in or two, and then I was like, I may get back for the game. So I get there, and actually, it, yeah, I get there right before about one forty five, and they're not open. The fucking bar is not open. The uh, the part where you get cigars and shit is open, but they were oh La Casa, the, the oh, okay. Casa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm standing in there with two guys, and it was the one guy who ended up joining the group, and then it was this other guy, and they're talking about Cubans and you know the whole uh, thing of, um, yeah, if you spend about twenty or thirty bucks, you probably got a real Cuban, you know, shit like that. It's just making <laughs> no fucking sense at all. So. After we get back over to the, you know, the place finally opened. I'm at the bar. And oh, because it didn't open till two. It opened to two, so we just standing out there on, on the other side. We go, so I was talking to a guy, and I was, we, I was talking about just price point, price points, and sticks. I'm like, you know, when I was off work, man, I was trying to find all of the nice sticks that were like five to six, eight bucks, blah blah blah, and so forth. Then started talking about Cubans. I'm like, dude, you can get Cubans. It's not that deep. You only got to spend thirty, forty dollars. Then we started talking about uh, uh, humidification and shit for your your humidor, and that's why I ended up posting that video because I was I posted a video. Did you ever see the video I posted? Probably not because that that don't sound familiar. I posted a video about using Bovita packs in the group. Um, I saw it, but I didn't watch the video. I mean, you know the, you know the video. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I, so. yeah. <laughs> but I was telling the guy because he, so he was. I was. He was. He said he had his wife bought him a humidor, but it was kind of big, and he didn't have a lot of sticks in there. And so, instead of using the humidor, he was fucking storing his sticks in a ziploc, which isn't a bad thing. No, but was putting them in the freezer. Ooh, and I'm like. But then he's like, when you want a stick, he got to let it sit out. And I'm like, only time people put cigars in the freezer, if they're trying to like get rid of like beetle bugs and all that shit. So I'm giving them a history on all that or shit. Or if you're Beyonce, who, who says cigars on ice. Or cigars, <laughs> cigars on ice. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's, that, that's probably a little boring talk for you guys. But so yeah, start talking to that guy about that and so forth. So I, um, I don't know where we were oh, even going with any of this. You were asking me if we had emails oh, i don't know how yeah. we ended up on <laughs> talking about <laughs> cold cigars and cubans but yeah, no um the first email so i i'm i'm gonna try to make this as as um as acceptable to our listeners as i can but like <laughs> oh, okay well no it, no it, it's not nothing crazy but it's because like so last week when uh jeff uh dropped that he sent us a um a youtube video and he was talking about a conversation he had about whiteface like, not too long after he sent me screenshots of, well, us, but to the to the podcast email, 
screenshots of the conversation that he had. So I'm going to try to read it without like, you know, because this is long and I'm like, nobody wants to really hear me read like, so this person said this. And then this, so I'm, I'm going to like try to give uh, as, as brief of a rundown as I can since he sent it. And then we can discuss it if we feel the need. But we kind of talked about whiteface last week, but I want to I haven't read this yet. So I'm going to kind of like try to, I guess you know, do a, a, a live editing of uh, of this thread to make it acceptable to people to listen to. But um, I wanted to read it since he sent it, and maybe something will come up new that we haven't really discussed. So the post that he uh, that he shared, um, I don't know, did he share it? Um, I'm assuming he did. But it's a it's a meme that says uh, black people, and you know how the, the you know they say like this person says this like. And then this other person says, so it's like black people, colon. And it's like, this is what black people say. So it's like black people, colon. White people wearing blackface makeup is insensitive and offensive. It's straight up damaging to our culture and will not be tolerated. And then it's like also black people. And then it's a bunch of pictures of various black people who have put on whiteface. So it's like like Dave Chappelle playing that, um, what's, what's the Tyrone Coppola or whatever in Chappelle's show. And um, I don't recognize some of them, but like it's Snoop. Uh, uh, that movie White Girls, mm-hmm. shit like that. So then um, Jeff says, one was used to mock a race and culture while having their presence in a way that they didn't have to compensate. The other, while mocking and making fun of, still brought income to the very people it made fun of, but it's still a funny meme. So I guess he's trying to say basically that uh, blackface is a mock to the race and culture, whereas like whiteface is just making fun and it for money. Um, and then, um, I'm assuming it's a white guy. Yeah, yeah, it is. I looked at the picture and he's like, but the individuals behind the white face are black and made a profit from mocking white people. So what's your point? And then he's like, black people in minstrel shows degraded, wait, black face. I'm sorry. Black face and minstrel shows degraded blacks and was a way to have black presence in theater without paying black people. Uh, blacks making money while doing white face are still making money for white people. It's about a 60-40 split. In the second case, it's a 100 nothing split in blackface examples. Also, there's no issue of whiteface being a reminder of African Americans enslaving white Americans. Blackface was created to further demonstrate and monetize the idea that black people were less than white people. And then the guy responds by saying, White Chicks was written and directed by the Wayans Brothers. How's that making money for white people? And let me see. Uh, he mentions some of the cast. That's not really pertinent. Uh, and some of the writers, that's not really pertinent, but one of them's a white person. Basically, his point is that there's a, there was a lot of white people involved in the making of white chicks. Um, so even aside from all that, like my immediate opinion on blackface versus whiteface has nothing to do with the, the money shit. It's all about the fact that, which he also mentioned, is that blackface was meant to demean and degrade and it has ties into uh, a very tragic part of our history whereas whiteface is not a thing <laughs> like it's just not it's, it's not just, a thing i mean I, that's all i was going to say it's just there's not no a history thing. of whiteface being like I, I feel like it's it's white people wanting to be mad because we're uh notably angry about people doing blackface like if just take fucking blackface out of the picture. It never happened. And you got black people, you know, uh, going as, quote, whiteface. 
what is the, there's no fucking time in history where black people had to fucking make fun of white people so they wore fucking white faces and shit <laughs> like so no why are you even upset about the shit no it's not a such thing as white face <laughs> the and white guy goes honestly it's unlikely that we'll see eye to eye and this conversation really really isn't going to benefit either of us so let's just carry on that's usually usually an indication that you took that l and you just don't want to you're trying to find a way to take the l graciously I mean, yeah, there's We're no, not going to see eye to eye. Let's just agree to disagree. AKA, I'm wrong and don't want to admit it. Right. 90% of the time is I'm I'm taking this L. I need to get out of this conversation. There's only a small 10% where it's, I'm right and you're a dumb fuck, so let's move on. He's <laughs> not in that category. Nah. And then he also sent a video. Oh, this is long per our general kind of feedback. But it's a six and a half minute video, and it's about transgender athletes. Uh, Jeff sent this as well. Um, yeah, let's see where this goes. This should be interesting. What up, though? All right, so halfway through the episode, which so far is epic. Um, epic. Epic shit. Before I forget, Mike, you should have those screenshots in your email. I, just read um, them. I might even post them to the What Up Though like page or Twitter so everybody can see them because it was kind of funny. But anyway, it, on the, the transgender topic. <sighs> so. There's about to be some transgender hate speech. The <laughs> tennis player lady said she kind of touched on the topic but it's so much more to it that I don't think people really like consider and play into because everybody wants to go with the best case scenario of this person really feels this way and they're just trying to do what makes them happy nope real quick I it was it did did he have a, like a transgender friend no no he he mentioned no he had somebody we were talking about like yeah, uh, rape culture and he had somebody who had been yeah. raped and he yeah, it, not yeah. a transgender friend okay yeah I was thinking like does he have a transgender friend like, but that okay. must be somebody on your side I have no idea hey why it's gotta be me no cause it wasn't me <laughs> like you I'm fuck like, a bad transgender nigga not, not, not that that's nothing wrong with that I just don't have one up for, of a story but I'm sorry continue that, but actually before I unpause it like I almost wonder if I know transgender people cause I, I maybe I do and I don't even know it like I, I wonder I, if I, I feel like I would, but like personally in your your inner circle, yeah, not well, not my inner circle. I know I don't know nobody in my inner circle. If, if it's somebody in my inner circle, they're they doing a, a phenomenal job. job. Yeah, I feel like if you was just like, yo, actually, I'm transgender. Yo, even though, like, and then you try to think like, man, maybe that makes sense. No, that doesn't. I don't know. No, I, I know, I know none in my inner circle, and I would be surprised if someone. I don't know. I just feel like you would. Someone would. You would question some. I mean, you have some people who really look like the gender they want to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever, if, whatever. If that's the term, mm-hmm. uh, I've you know you've seen pictures, but at least from what I've seen, the people who tend to want to change or whatever, they look distinctively. Like the initial person, I yeah. Don't know if that makes sense. Like, no, yeah. You say like yeah. if, if you're hypothetically, let's say, like a, a someone who was born a man and you um, transition to a woman, you're saying like 
usually you, they kind of still have man features. Most, most yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a time where I was at work and I was in the bathroom pissing at the urinal and there was somebody in there who really looked like a woman. And I was like, Oh, cause it's, 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 it's shocking at first because like it, and it's not in a way like, Oh shit, there's a transgender person in here. This is weird. It was, it was just the immediate thought of like, wait, 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 is that a woman? And then it was like, and then my next thought was maybe this is like a transgender person. And then I went about my life. Well, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, I didn't hang up on it. Just but, like, yeah. So uh, shout out to me. For like, being, I just think shout of, out to me for being accepted. I always think, <laughs> just think of the, the story of GameStop when the, the guy, the person who was transitioning to a woman. GameStop? The guy, yeah. And the, uh, um, I think they called him Sir. And he was, and he was really a, Turned into a woman. Was this a viral video or something? Yeah, and he got mad and knocked over shit all in the Damn. store. He had it, it. He looked like Fabio. <laughs> and he had this like pink person shit, and he got pissed and kicked over some shit because he called him. He called him sir, and he's saying he was a ma'am. Now something see, like that. Now see that that I don't agree with because like if it's one thing. Okay, if you're a transgender person, right? And let's say you are you were born with a ma- you were born a male, and you were like. You know, this is not who I am. I'm transitioning to a woman or whatever, right? Like, there's a certain amount of tolerance that you deserve. Like, as somebody who has transitioned and you're a transgender person, there's a certain amount of tolerance that you deserve. But don't shit on people and make a scene over an honest mistake. Like, it's not like you walked in there looking like fucking Kim Kardashian and they were like, hey, hey, my man, get your dick off the video games. Like, it was like... It's not like it was like that. Like if 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 somebody mistakenly calls you sir because you look like a fucking man, wow. Yeah, um, <laughs> he just showed me a picture of this person. That yeah, they do kind of look like Fabio. Uh, he got like a Fabio that haven't had sleep in a while. Like, yeah, Fabio like, with short hair. But he got mad because you know, and I think I understand your your you have an anger for that. But if the one says man uh, calls you sir, and you're not a sir. And then you just and you correct them and say no, it's ma'am. They probably cool. would just say cool, keep it moving, yeah, and, and yeah. But and he, then also, if you are a transgender person and you actually used to be sir, like don't flip shit over and start knocking over shelves and shit. Like you were sir, and like you're yelling like, in this baritone voice. <laughs> like come on, man. Like I get your hey, my nigga, don't be calling me no more, fucking sir. Dog, I got, I'm going to play the video. Let me, oh, it's a video? Yeah, okay. I'm going to play the video so you can hear this shit because that's kind of how, how how it went. Like, you have to understand that you still do look like a dude. Like, give somebody a pass on a mistake. Okay. Two fingers and try and pop the egg with both your fingers. God, I hate the advertising. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. Sir? Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. Motherfucker. He reacted like a man, though. (laughs) 
Like, come bring it outside. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, no. I need corporate numbers. Act ladylike, my guy. <laughs> that is not ladylike. I need your corporate number now. <laughs> Get it for me now. Well, I'm going to ask you for the fifth time to stop calling me a man because quite clearly I am not. And I apologize. I'm sorry for that, ma'am. I will get you that number. Is that okay? He's like, my bad. Damn. You see these high-waisted jeans? I'm a woman. God damn it. I got a purse and a pink shirt. <laughs> My man is terrified, dude. No, you just Right, well. <laughs> he said he's gonna tell the entire LGBT community. Like, he's telling all of them, dude. <laughs> like, like the entire LGBT community has a Twitter page <laughs> at all LGBTQ. <laughs> like somebody, somebody say, mistakenly called me sir today. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like the guy. Seemed, turn up. The guy seemed pretty apologetic about the shit, and he just went the fuck off. See, and that, and this is a topic that I was uh, gonna talk about later, and I will still talk about it later, but I'll touch on it briefly right now um the i am blessed and highly favored because <laughs> i am so fortunate that i have not been put in one of those positions because like if i was working at gamestop and somebody comes in who to me looks like a man and i'm like all right thank you for coming thank you sir and they turn up like that i'll be like all right get the fuck out of here you fucking bitch like i'm like i'm gonna turn up like all right, I try to be respectful to you. Shut the fuck up and get out of here. Like, like I don't have no patience for that kind of shit. Cause you, nah. he, and when you recording like that, you know, motherfuckers is turning up for the fucking uh, for social media and shit. Cause they know they're gonna post the shit online. Like, don't turn up for the fucking cameras, man. Like, I mean, and granted, I haven't seen anything about it, but I don't know. I had I haven't seen anyone who was critiquing him for being angry or that person. For being angry, mm-hmm. uh, it was all you know the the story for calling uh, calling that person a sir when it was really a man. Like you could have corrected them and that'd be now they would have got funky with you for like I'm not calling you ma'am. You know maybe right. whatever, but that seemed pretty. I mean the whole vi- that, that's the, all the video. It seems pretty seems pretty apologetic. He seems fucking scared. That's what he seems <laughs> like. But that was a big motherfucker. And did he walk in with a sign that says I'm a woman? Like. Like, man, like, I understand that trans people got to deal with a lot of shit. But at the same time, they got to understand that what they feel and how they uh, how they identify is not something that's like there's not a big fucking neon sign on your forehead to tell other people what you identify as. So if you if you were a man and you still kind of look like one, okay, be be. Don't accept people treating you like shit, but be acceptable of the fact that you don't look like a woman. So if somebody fucks up and make a mistake, it's a mistake. Like, keep it cool. Like, now, if you correct them and they turn up, then go ahead. Go off. But, like, don't don't just turn up like that, man. Like, I don't like people who who bring down, like, a whole movement and shit because... Cause they got some shit like like he making other trans people look bad. He or she, I, what they it was a man to a woman, right? Yeah. So yeah, she making other people look bad by turning up like that. Like don't let like there's probably per, uh, a bazillion perfectly acceptable, cool trans people who would have 
walked into there and be like, yeah, actually, it's, it's ma'am. And he was like, oh, okay, my bad. And I'm then it's the sure end of per- it. I'm pretty. That person really seemed like they would have been like, okay, my bad. My apologies, ma'am. And kept it moving. Right. Like, who gonna, I mean, not to say who going to argue, but like if he you didn't argue, let, let it go. Right. Obviously, someone's ready to argue and fight over that shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was afraid to go outside. Right. I'm pretty sure she would have beat anybody's ass in there, but that's not that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> Get out here and catch these hands. No, you would have caught them hands for real, dog. <laughs> Straight caught the man. Oh, sorry. No, this good. person might scrub at sports, but then decide I need a college. I need to get my college tuition paid, so I'm gonna flip to the other side for a year, get a scholarship. You know, get into into the school I like, and then flip back when when it's time to pledge a frat. Like nobody considers that part. And the reason why I always actually. Bring that up, I was going to let this play out, but I want to address that because I think part of I think that that mindset is part of the problem with dealing with uh, transgender people, because like you can't you can't approach that situation situation like uh, like like people are are changing what they identify as to to capitalize on, on something like like that. Yes, that probably happens, but that's probably super rare. So, like, I I don't think it's a good a good look to approach a situation like you got people who are flipping genders to get a one up in sports and then flipping back to get a one up in the frat league. Like, I don't think like people transgender people are probably not out here trying to manipulate the system like that. And who would who would who would want that? Because on the surface, you might look at it like, okay, I'm a dude. So if 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 let's let's say that that was what was happening, like, oh, I'm a dude. I'm a flip to uh, saying saying that I identify as a woman so I can capitalize on women's sports. Like you could look at that on the surface and be like, yo, that's a that's a good come up. Like that's a that's a smooth little uh, a little trick you pulling. But right. who's gonna deal with all of the bazillion fucking downside to that like that's not a thing dog like who's good like that's like like who's gonna pretend to be gay like how do they say uh being gay is a choice why would somebody who's gay be no why would somebody who is uh let's say not gay be gay by choice like who would bring on that kind of shit like gay people get treated like shit in this country like why would you intentionally choose to be that if you're not like I don't, I don't think nobody, you don't do that nobody wants some problem unless they really you know what I'm saying yeah like, no one wants to ask yeah these are people who really feel that way like i don't think anybody's flipping genders and sexualities to play the system like because there's too much negativity that comes along with it like if this country was like super cool with gay people and transgenders then maybe you might do that but this country ain't about that life this country is about getting everybody who's not a straight white man out the paint so like you can't like I don't think you can look at it as like it's some kind of like game to like play the system and shit. Like th- like there's that's such an unlikely scenario where the actual likely scenario is making your life a whole lot worse. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's really a thing. It's two examples. One, I actually posted the article earlier today. It's Tuesday. So I posted the article on the What Up Doe. I tagged What Up Doe page in it. It's two dudes. It's two transgender runners 
that are in high school right now, and they are destroying all runner um, records for in the women's division for running because they're transgender. Now, the, the, the women, the biological women, you know, feel a type of way about it because, as everyone knows from science, <laughs> men have a different muscle mass, a different bone density, a different muscle density than a woman does. And even with the hormone therapy, that doesn't change. It changes some things, but not enough to where... Um, the playing field it kind of like levels you out a little bit but it doesn't make it even and that's not even well, the guys. best example the best <laughs> example is a person by the name of Fallon Fox Fallon Fox is a transgender MMA fighter her record is 6-1 and one. The only person she's ever lost to in these last time I checked her record was Ashley Evans Smith, who I believe is in the UFC now. The reason she lost to Ashley Evans Smith is because she's an amazing boxer, an amazing defensive fighter, and she trains with, with men. So she knew how to get around um, Fallon's striking, because that's mainly Fallon's game. She can hit you really hard and she'll just grab you and lay on you. Two of her other opponents, not so lucky. The most noted that I could look up was Tamika Evans, I believe. She sent this woman to the hospital with a cracked orbital bone. Like basically, she cr- like she in basic literal terms, she crushed her skull. Um, and it was from her getting like three or four knees in in a clinch. And everybody who fights her says you can tell she's stronger and more and easily overpowering than any other um, woman. The person who beat her says she hits harder than some of the dudes that she trains with. So, you know, like, it's all fun and good to be on PC about it and, and let these people do what they feel and everything and all of that stuff. But then nobody considers the damage that somebody could decide to to manifest if they decide to be malicious about it. And the one argument that I get from people all the time that annoys me the most is there's so much about chromosomes that we just don't know yet, which is fine and is a fair argument, but what I don't understand or I don't agree with is acting on something that's unknown. If we don't know about the chromosomes and we don't know how many there could be or might be or we don't know what other ways it could manifest why aren't we acting on what we do know that's just common sense you don't go and act on something based on not knowing you dwell in knowledge you act on what you know if you don't know how many chromosomes are then work with the ones you have which right now is x and y so with the whole, like, again, with the transgender, the whole thing, if that's how you feel, great, rock with it, if you want to take the therapy, if you want to get the surgery, if you want to change the way you dress, if you want to, you know, do any of those things, that's fine, but there is and there always has been a reason why in sports, 
especially contact sports, there's a separate division for men and women. There's a separate division based on weight. There's <laughs> and it's always been evident. It's not a mystery. Like you can take the same height, the same build, same weight of just about any physical sport. One man, one woman. The man is gonna dominate. Period. It's not a theory, it's not a guesswork, it's not an opinion, that's just basic science. There's exceptions to every rule, of course, but that's just basic science. So I don't understand why people try to act like it's not like that, but they do. So that's always been my running argument is it's fine until you crush somebody's skull. <laughs> so ah peace. That should be like a uh like a uh <laughs> Some some sort of some sort of catchphrase. Like it's fine until you crush somebody's skull. <laughs> now I, I do agree that um there should be some concern or trepidation among women who fight in a or fight or play in a sport that is for women or in a division or league that is exclusive to women. And a man who is transitioning to a woman enters into that field. I can understand why they there be concerned for that, and I think that's this is kind of like one of those situations where there's not really a right or wrong answer, just because um, I understand both sides. Like I can understand why women wouldn't like it, and I can understand why a man might feel like, okay, I, I'm going to transition to a woman, but I still want to do this sport that I love. But the only thing that I don't like is the, the the idea that they would do it on purpose to capitalize on a different field of competition. Right. And I think that most people who play sports are competitive people. So I don't think that you're going to be somebody who plays sports and goes, you know what, let me – like I'm, I'm mediocre at my sport in my, in my field and in my, in my gender, so let me transition to – uh, a different gender so I can dominate in that sport because I think if you're if you're a competitive athlete there's nothing to gain from that like no one no one enters into competitive sports looking to get the easy route like they want to be the best of the best right they want to and they're not with people and so yeah, yeah so like how much pride are you going to have if, if you did that on purpose how much pride are you going to have to be like, yeah, I'm dominating. I'm dominating the women's field of uh, lacrosse. Like, you, like, I don't think anybody would do that just out of sh- sheer competitiveness. I mean, I'm, yeah, it, it may happen, but Small I feel like that's so man. unlikely. I mean, it, it, even even in just male sports, like all all guys are just not created equal. Just think about uh, like boxing, for example. Like he mentioned the whole thing about weight classes. Like, you can't be a 300-pound dude boxing a fucking 120-pound guy. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Because it's just too much advantage in weight. So, you're not – that's why it's separation in fucking weight classes and shit like that. So, even, you know, even amongst same sex, there's still differences and, you know, so forth. So, even then, it's still not fucking equal and shit. So, yeah, I I, I just think it's a – it's definitely a, a, a complex uh, – issue but I just don't see how you can justify if you're born a man going into 
wanted to live your life as one, which is fair, but you can't expect to be able to compete with other born women and not acknowledge the fact that you have, you know, uh, an advantage, uh, a, a, a bodily advantage and shit. And feel good about it. And feel good about it. Like, hey, I'm, I'm cool. Like, yeah, I'm knocking these hoes out. Like, right. dog, nah, like that's not cool. <laughs> like, nah, not cool at all. Dude. Yeah. Like, like, don't feel pride in that. Like, yeah, don't don't go down a weight class and, and then beat up people who are smaller than you. And don't go into, don't change genders to beat up women. Like, what kind of shit is that? But the thing is, if you, if you, if you feel like you still want to compete, why wouldn't you still compete with the the class that you would be in anyway? Cause I, I got I, I personally I got too much pride for that. I'm not gonna feel good about that. Like no. yeah, I'm a woman now. I'm beating the shit out of 125 well, no, yeah, pound I, women. I, I'm saying that. Like, like say if you were born a man and you want to transition to a woman, but you still want to play sports because of the what you were born as. Why don't you just compete with the the guys did. Mm, that yeah, I I would do that. Yeah, like if if, if I wanted to transition to a woman, I wouldn't be like, yeah, no, now let me f- play or fight with the women who are 125 pounds. My my motherfucking ass will transition to a woman and be like, all right, let me still fight these dudes because I feel like and beat the shit out of them. But if you have a, because if you yeah because if you have an argument because you don't want to, you feel like you don't have an advantage. You that's now your arguments because you really want to have a more advantage. Yeah. They're going with, you know, with the other sex or whatever, or gender, excuse me. So, yeah, I I, I would never have want to be the one to have to be in a deciding factor of someone because of that. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, you know, I don't have no, no ties to any, any of that. So, yeah. So um, I should have pissed before we started. So let's uh, <laughs> let's pause it. And take a quick break. Mere I got to take a leak. All right. And we're back. So I noticed something. I thought of something actually. Had a moment of clarity after that piss or something. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I've noticed that in the hundreds of podcasts that I've listened to, I don't think I've ever heard anybody have to take a piss mid podcast. We maybe, might we might be the only ones to do that. Shit. Yeah, and I'm like maybe they, they just edit pause the it and don't yeah edit the shit out or pause and don't say anything. I don't really care about that. But I'm like, man, is everybody just that like? On their game that they're just like, you know, like when you go on a um, like a road trip with kids and you're like, hey, make sure you go to the bathroom before we go because we're not stopping. <laughs> like, I wonder if people who do podcasts do that. Like, let me make sure I got, make sure well, I piss, well, well, make sure I, I do this. Well, I think here's the thing with our, our podcast and when, because I, I never listen to the podcast that deep. I usually get in the first maybe 20 minutes sometime when I do listen to the, our podcast and that's usually just checking sound quality and shit. Not really necessarily checking for content and so forth. So I don't think I've ever got to the point where we do like bathroom breaks and shit. Mm-hmm. But because we're pausing it and starting it right back, there's literally no break in the podcast. So it's like, hey, I'm right back. Why to go piss? All right, so we're back. I'm pretty sure <laughs> right. it goes yeah, just like that. Yeah, exactly how it goes. So yeah. initially, earlier when we first, earlier on in our early episodes, I really just wanted to us just stop talking, go piss, and then come back, and then it would be the same. But after a while, I was just like, "Fuck it!" It's just part, part of our podcast. We go to pee. Yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> just, just, you know, because you could. You, I mean, if you, I mean, say if you really wanted to just edit that part out or something, you just you'd be talking. You put up a fucking finger or some shit. 
stop talking, hit pause, start back, and then just continue talking. But whatever. We real people. We don't edit and we piss. So, I mean, whatever. (laughs) I've never never edited anything out of the podcast ever, and I never will. Like, I don't don't see a point to it. Like, the whole point is to just, like, have a conversation and... Just and just talk like one, and, and one take that bitch and, and <laughs> niggas got to pee. Like right, I mean, it is what it is. It's, like how do y'all go hours without using the bathroom? Like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I don't know, but I I thought it was weird. Like I was out there pissing. I'm like, man, I've listened to hundreds of podcasts. I've never heard anybody pee mid podcast. But yeah, maybe me, maybe people are more diligent with editing than we are. I don't know. And the thing is, I could do it. Like if I wanted to, I could do it. Like I, mean, I have, I have the technical I mean, skills to what? edit oh, together to edit. A, a, a. I smooth thought you were po- say just hold your pee or something. Oh no, I can't no. do that. I'm too old. <laughs> like, but like I could, I, I have the. I'm not a the the most most tech savvy guy in the world, but I could, I could edit out a pod. I could edit a podcast to remove piss breaks. I mean, but it's, like, it's, it's, why one why and two? I ain't got time for. Ain't nobody got time for that. It was usually after midnight. We're fucking trying to post this shit. And because if we don't do it, we're not going to post it to next week. So. Right. It's 1130 at night right now. If I edited the podcast to remove piss breaks, like, man, it wouldn't get posted. Because I, I wouldn't do it here. And then I go, like, oh, yeah, I'll go home and do it. And then I won't do it. And then I go to work. And then now, and then all of a sudden, it's two weeks later. And the, and the podcast hasn't been posted. And then I think I actually forgot how to upload. Hmm. I haven't uploaded a podcast in forever, so I would damn near need a fucking fucking uh, refresher class on fucking uploading a podcast. <laughs> I think I find our podcast dynamic interesting. It's ev- it's it's evolved into like a very very routine situation, right? Like when we started the podcast, it was very just kind of like fly by the seat of our pants, right? It was like, okay, hey, I want to do a podcast. Um, I think Otis would be great to do the podcast with. So let's create this. Let's create. Let's create the SoundCloud page. Let's do this. You know, all the kind of like technical shit before we started doing it. And then we're doing it, and it was kind of just like you know whatever. Now roles are very defined. Like it's very it's very routine. You open it most of the time. I don't think there's ever been a podcast that you've intro. I I don't think so either. <laughs> and like so, you always open it. Um. You usually start with some sort of, you know, random ass stuff. Ran, yeah, maybe talking about what happened during the week, whatever. I usually end up bringing up topics, and then you always close it out. It it always happens the same way every week, and I think and it was it's weird. It's interesting because it's, it's it like was completely unspoken, organic. It's like unspoken um, rules, I guess, or. Yeah, it, and it was completely organic. Like, like that was just what yeah, it was, was evolved never to. No, there was never no uh, discussion on how intro would be other than in- introducing the episode. And there was never no uh, plan on how to close the episode or I'd be interested. I wonder how that went in our first, like, ten episodes. Like, how did, like, how did it start? How did it proceed? How did it end? If I get time in my like, if I'm, I get time in life... I yeah. might go back. <laughs> time in life. <laughs> Just don't be having fucking time for shit. Dude. Like if life takes a break, yeah, if life takes I might a go break back and I get random a random half an hour to fucking spare. I'll probably go through the first. <laughs> How episode was episode six? And, and Let's just see. Randomly hit that, and but but I am curious though. I wonder what fuck. Now that you bring that up. Now I'm actually curious what uh, 
What music? I'm just gonna pick on for the sake of argument since you said it. So uh, music wise, I think it I was, think we started with something very random, but then very early we changed it to that tone tone song, and then we did the tone tone song for a minute, and then we did the Dilla song, and it's been the Dilla song ever since. But it was the tone. I think it was something different at first, and then and then was the tone tone song. Well, I could be wrong though. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's it's difficult to pull up episode one because you got to scroll. Which one is this? It's episode six. Oh yeah, so tone, 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 tone song. Tone. Yep. <laughs> it sounds like I. It sounds like we just put a microphone to a radio. I think we did. <laughs> No, that's what we did. We might I think have. we were playing. We were playing it on a computer, and we put the mic to the... Uh, we didn't have a clip for it. Hey, this was five years ago. Uh, we're back with episode six. It's six, right? Oh, Is that six? me? You introed it. <laughs> Damn, you introed it. So we we, I, we lied. You actually introed it. you like, is that me? Yeah, you actually introed oh, it. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, learn shit live. I'm really curious. I, so I won't, I won't put y'all through that now, but I'm going to go through. Now I'm curious. Like, yeah, very curious. Yeah, because I don't, re- I don't recall you doing intros. Yeah, I, I, me neither. I was like, yeah, I don't think I ever have. Because I, I feel like the... the because, wait, it was... They some shitty sound, too. You know what that it might have... terrible. It might have been... It's, it's usually whoever has a computer. So I probably had the computer at first. Yeah. So then I might have hit record and then... Did like an introduction or whatever. Man, that sounds horrible. But we <laughs> and you remember we had to introduce ourselves for a while. <laughs> yeah, we did. And then we just don't do it anymore. Um, yeah, because fuck it. Why? Uh, what's the, what's the, oh, uh, we've said this before on, on a couple of episodes that um, we had a mic plugged in. Oh God! Uh, for the first fifty fifty episodes, episodes, and realized that it was never picking up. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, though. I like man, and I know recorded with like ambient fucking uh, laptop speakers yeah. with no fucking clue. A, it was just a laptop, uh, whatever mic is built onto the computer. Yeah, and I don't remember how we exactly came upon that that was happening, but I just remember around fifty we figured it out. It was definitely fifty because I remember saying something like, "Man, we went fifty episodes not realizing." Dude, I don't know how, and it, it was crazy that we were. We were adjusting sound and shit, and you know, let's move over. Like, why is it sounding so low on your end? And yeah, oh man, we actually, yeah, we we've come so a long, novice. Good times. We've come a long fucking way. Man, ridiculous, dog. Now I, now I specifically remember. Yeah, we were playing. We found the YouTube clip, and we had the mic to it to the computer. We would hit play on the computer and play the clip. And then we were gradually turn it down like it's fading away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that was it. It's interesting because like I got like mad swaggy with the fucking uh, the intro music. Like now using um, Audacity, like I just have currently it's, it's, I have like it's it's a science dog. Like it's 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 very very precise how I do this shit now. It's like the music clip is a clip in and of itself that I have set to gradually decrease in sound. And then I drag the start of the actual podcast to a, the exact, an exact specific point in 
and in the music, I guarantee if y'all listen to the last 100 episodes, <laughs> they all start at the exact same moment in the music. <laughs> like, I mean, shit, at, at 191, we should have it down pat. Yeah, yeah, point, really, so. yeah. There's, there's, people who really got, no there's people who had it down pat way earlier than we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably before 50 episodes, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, so, um, I didn't bring uh, too much... Uh, to the podcast, but I I want to talk about. So last week we talked about Delvin Cox uh, podcast series that he's been doing lately, where he interviews people of various races and backgrounds and asks them how they feel about America. So last week, um, actually two weeks ago, you gave me the homework of listening to um, the first episode, which now has is now at the third episode in this series. I think it's like his 87th episode overall. And um, the first episode, he interviewed white people. The second episode, he interviewed people from who aren't from this country. And the third episode, he interviewed people with um, uh, Latin backgrounds. Wait, I missed the whole second episode, then. The one with foreigners and shit? Yeah, I totally missed that one. Yeah, he interviewed oh, um, somebody from Brazil. Damn it. Uh, somebody from the U.K., uh, I had to go back then because I just I just saw this the the Latin American one and I downloaded that and I started started that today but I'll probably finish tomorrow. Well, shit, I actually listened to most. Yeah, of Yeah, you listened you. to most of it. Yeah, um, while I was playing but, it. Yeah, so I had to go back and download. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, with uh, people from other countries, which I thought was interesting because I always am curious about the perception of America from people from other countries. So I thought that was cool. Um, I gotta check that out now. Yeah, but um. One of the things that I wanted to talk about that I picked up throughout the course of this uh, current, currently a three-episode series, there's going to be a fourth one released at some point, maybe more, I don't know, but um, there was a point in the last episode where he talked about, well, well, he didn't talk about, he just asked questions, but one of the people that he interviewed um, said something that I think sparked him to uh, either comment or ask about... Um, Trump supporters being racist or Trump supporters being bad people. And I want to talk about that because I think it's an interesting topic because I know people who, um, I know people and I know of people who support Trump for very specific reasons. So you might have somebody who supports him because he gets on stage and he goes, you know, I'm uh, pro-life or I'm pro Christianity or, um, I'm pro, uh, tax cuts or whatever the fuck. Right. So you got people who will cite specific things that they support that he says he supports, which he doesn't, but he says he supports and they, they latch onto that. And one of my, I don't want to say arguments, but one of the, I guess, questions that I would raise to a person who says that, um, Trump supporters, not all Trump supporters are bad people. The question that I would raise to them is that if you are a Trump supporter because of a specific thing, so let's let's focus on abortions, for instance, right? Um, Trump says that he's pro-life. He's undoubtedly not. I'm sure he's probably paid off a bunch of chicks to get abortions, but whatever. He says what he has to say to to feed to his base. But let's work on the assumption that he actually is pro-life, right? What I would ask a person who says, yeah, you know, 
I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says, but he's pro-life and I'm pro-life, so I fuck with him, right? I would want to know how those people reconcile their, uh, the one thing that they're latching onto, whether that's pro-life or tax cuts or whatever, how they reconcile all of the immoral aspects of him. Like, so say for instance, like I know someone who maybe thinks he's like a good business guy. Right. And like he has, you know, a, a, he he does things that may maybe benefit someone who who's in that tax bracket. How do you say I'm not a bad person? I just support Trump because he is pro life or because he's going to um positively affect my taxes. But also overlook the fact that he uh is undeniably racist. Uh, he makes fun of war vets, handicaps, Mexicans, like all, like all of these things that if you are a person with like a soul, you would think that, a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, like with a heartbeat, you would think that like these are fucked up things to feel. How do you ignore that and go, I'm going to vote for him because my taxes are lower. So, from my perspective, I don't see how anybody could support Trump and be a good person. And I'm, I'm welcome to anyone challenging that and come across like, hey, I support Trump and I'm a good person because blah, 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 blah. I, I'd welcome that argument, but that's a discussion I'd like to have because I don't know how you can say that you are a good person and you support someone who is unequivocally a piece of shit only because it benefits you. I, I, I can't rock with that. So like for me, and again, I'm open, I'm open to having a conversation, but I'm, I can't see how someone can support someone who is such a reprehensible human being and also say, not all Trump people are bad. Like, I, I don't see how you can be a good Trump person because there's, like, there are absolutely, like, he has, like, like if you are somebody who has, like, values and morals and you care about people and you have, like, you know, you consider yourself to be a decent human being, how can you support him? Because he's not that. And even if you, even if you are a supporter, you can't argue a pro-Trump is a good person argument. Like, I don't think, like, if you do that, you're being obtuse. Like, you, you know that he's a piece of shit. Like, you know he is. Like, you can't say that he's a good guy. So if, if you know that he's a bad guy, how can you say that you're a good person when you support a bad person? Because they believe in, uh, or not, not even they believe in, they say that they believe in pro-life or Christianity or... Whatever, whatever thing that you're citing as an excuse to uh, help yourself sleep at night for supporting somebody who's a a, a reprehensible fucking troll. Like, I, I, so I can't really rock with the idea that oh yeah, some Trump supporters are good people. No, no, you're not. I don't think you are because I don't think I don't think you can be a good person and support Trump. I don't think you can. You might think you are, but you're not. 
because he's he's a horrible person. So even if you might agree with a policy or two, he's a horrible person. So if you can say that you support him for whatever policy and you're still a good person, no, you're not because he's a horrible person that hates a lot of people. So yeah, I uh, I, I, I can't rock with that. I think I think there's a lot of people who went into this presidency like not really like I I honestly say I didn't realize how fucked up a person he was until he became president. Me neither. And I think there's a lot of and I think there's a lot of people who voted for him that probably feel that same way. Like, yeah, he couldn't like they, no one really thought that he would be that bad of a person. I don't think oh, so. Oh, whatever. And you I know. will give people that. Yeah. I think and, people and, probably and didn't I, realize. And I don't. I don't and then in no way, in shape, or form, is that uh, condoning their their choice for presidency. But I do think that he he checked the box. He checked boxes off of certain people's views and shit, like whatever what the fuck views that you know he was pushing for. Mm-hmm. And so he he hit the he hit certain check boxes and so forth. And people were so fucking caught up with fucking Hillary emails and other dumb shit or whatever. Whatever. You made a bad choice. But I do think there are probably a good number of people who who really was like, fuck. Like, he's really shittier than we thought he would be. Right. <laughs> because on our end, he's definitely uh, a worse human being than I ever thought he could ever be. Like, you know, you, you, you know, you, the most, the most I've seen. I could read, you know, my my most thoughts on Trump probably was like the fucking apprentice or some shit. Right. Like, I just never really paid much attention to him. He was just another random rich white guy and shit. So, but yeah, I, I definitely, but you, you, but you still have, to your point, I think you still have a lot of people who are still strong Trump supporters, even still. And I have a hard time believing that there are people that I would really fuck with. Like when I went to uh when I went to Vegas in um uh, in January, a homeboy I went with, uh we, we, we rode a bunch of Ubers and shit. And that would be his he'd be fucking with the driver and that would be his first one of his first questions to him. Like, who'd you vote for? And then he asked him, uh, so what's your thoughts on the wall? And those would be the two questions he would fucking ask the drivers and shit. So that was kind of funny just to hear people talk about it. But, yeah, I don't think they really thought that would be that fucked up. But to, to, to the point again, as I repeat myself, I think there are some people who are really staunch Trump supporters. And I don't see those as people that I can really fuck with, though. Like, my barometer of, of, of questions for people is that, do you like Trump? And what's your thoughts on Kaepernick? Like, that's yeah. my barometer of, for people. Like... I, people that, that that favor Trump and thought that Kaepernick was doing something terrible, oh, the people I just don't want to fuck with. No. Did and we talk about uh, 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 Kaepernick um, settling with the NFL? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, briefly, but briefly. okay. Yeah. I mean, but only so much as we can since we don't know the details of it. So. No, I mean, yeah, there's no, 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 no details really, but yeah, okay, never mind. I, I don't, I have some thoughts about that, but I'm, a, I'm gonna remind myself to actually take some better notes and um, have it for future podcasts. Well, one thought that I do have on that though is like, I'd like to know the details of the settlement, not because I care about how much money he gets from it or anything like that, but I want to know 
was any portion of his settlement going to hold the NFL accountable? Like, is it, it? did he just get broke off for his misfortune? Or was part of that, like, the NFL is going to get their shit together? Because if he, if he continues to not have a job and the NFL continues to pretend like none of this ever happened, what's changed? Well, I think a part of it was that as people, obviously this is all fucking speculation. Um, but I think a part of it, someone said this, and, I'm, and I, I can't dispute it or, you know, or whatever, but someone had mentioned that, say, he he reportedly some, maybe got 60 to 80 million. That probably was contracts that he probably would have potentially had the possibility of earning and shit. So I feel like it's one of those things where he sacrificed his whole fucking career to to do what he did, and he pretty much got paid for the sacrifice. And to your point, which I would like to know too, we probably would never know, and I feel like the answer is no, is that I don't, by them settling, I don't think that there's nothing going to happen as far as any repercussions from the NFL. But I don't, and, and, and that's another thing I saw, I saw a lot of people faulting Kaepernick because of wanting him to, to, to make the NFL, you know, uh, admit their wrongdoings and things like that. And I don't think I really want to hold him to that much more. So are you cool? So, so are you, are you now down with watching the NFL next season? Cause we didn't watch this year. No, so, and I did see a few playoff games though. So I, uh, my, I did, I didn't watch any regular season games, but I did see a few playoff games. I'm, un- I'm uncertain, man, because I, I, I feel like the NFL still hasn't been held accountable for the shit they did. But I am happy that, uh, and it was also Kaepernick and Eric Reed uh, who ended up winning the settlement as well. But he still was able to. He still ended up playing. And but, I think he still has a, still has the contract. But for uh-huh. me, this was never about him. It was never about Kaepernick. Like, Kaepernick getting broke off, like, if he got 80 mil, great. I'm glad he was made whole. That's great for him. But the issue was never Colin Kaepernick getting paid. Like, the issue was uh, the NFL, well, the initial issue for him, kneeling, obviously, was over cops killing black folks. But then the secondary issue was the fact that he got blackballed for it. Right. Which to me was the NFL saying, fuck you niggas, we don't care, like, if you got a problem with right. it. Right, So yeah. breaking him off loot don't change that. No, it doesn't. That's just saying, like, hey, here's some loot, stop acting an ass about it. So, like, if he got broke off, great. Like, good, I'm glad you were you were compensated and you was made whole, but, like, from my perspective, I was never boycotting the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick's treatment I was boycotting the NFL because of their disregard for black people as a whole. Right. And for, like, so, like, him getting broke off don't really change nothing. Like, I want to know if, like, now is he going to get a job? Like, is he no longer blackballed? Is, are, are they going to allow people to kneel without making fucking rules, talking about they're going to give you penalties if you kneel? Like, granted, that never happened, but, like, just the thought of that, the fact that that was something that they were going to do, like... Like that to me, the the whole NFL's approach to this shit was like, if y'all niggas is gonna wild out, then we just gonna cut you out. 
And then now it's now the only thing that's changed is like if y'all niggas gonna wild out, we gonna cut you off, but we gonna break you off a little bit of loot too. Well, yeah, I think if 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 there's no more scrutiny for 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 blacks um, in particular being able to be patriotic, however the fuck they they feel, if if Kaepernick was able to 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 actually fucking work again in the NFL, if it you know things like that, I think it would change a lot, but. Like I say, we don't know if that's really going to fucking happen or not. And, yeah, so. I personally don't feel comfortable watching the NFL again next season because I don't feel like anything's changed. Like, so they, they gave him some loot, and he might be he might be good. But, like, so what if another player come along, another black player comes along and decides that they want to protest against injustice? Are they going to be good or are they going to get blackballed? Like, are, are they going to continue to, like, you know, be like, hey, uh, a lot of our white fans didn't like the fact that you guys took the national anthem and took football games and made it a a uh, a protest thing or made it political. So since you, since the white people didn't like it, uh, we we're gonna make it so that y'all can't do that shit no more. Like if that still exists, like nothing's changed. So I don't have any reason to keep watching. I mean, resume watching. I should say. I, I feel like I feel like they can't afford to. To Kaepernick, anyone else? If, if, if that's made a word. But I also wonder if if the fact that they paid him is gonna make everybody chill out. Like, is now everybody be like, "Oh, we good now," and that's it? I don't know, man. I feel like I don't. I don't think that though. I think that I hope not, but I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, we don't know, but I I feel like you can't. I don't think they that. I don't think they can afford to have the attention of something like that anymore. Like I, I just don't think it's good for them as business to even do that. Not be, I mean, and not this, not because they're morally like, man, we fucked up. We we didn't care about blacks, you know. Let's do better. I think it's just bad for business for them that they can't afford to do that anymore. Yeah, I think the I think they were hurt overall by this whole situation. Like I, the the ratings were down, and <laughs> Trump built it up as like the ratings were down because people were sick of the protesting. And I think the actuality is that the ratings were down because a lot of people just stopped watching because they were like, fuck it. Because I doubt that white people were watching like, you know what? I'm tired of motherfucking black people kneeling during the anthem. So I'm not going to watch football anymore. No, they, they kept watching football. They just complained about motherfuckers kneeling. (laughs) I think the people who stopped watching are people like me who were like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I just hate that he had an opinion in this whole thing. Like, I just Ooh. hate that the president was just so oh. fucking vocal about that. Like, why the fuck do you give a hell? Because he's a racist fuck. That's why. Man. Like, I really hated that he really had any any opinion about this shit. It really just bugged me that he was, you know, even talking about the shit. Like, it, it was just like, man, you really, I really just don't like black people. And then, like, the whole, the whole, uh, like, people... Winning and winning the championship and then not going to the White House, not going to the White House, like all this shit was such a bad look for like for him and for white people as a whole who were like who are opposed to all the kneeling and shit like that. All this shit was such a bad look. Like they're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna go to the White House. And then you finally get you finally get some people to go to the White House, and Trump's like, yeah, I got some Big Macs for y'all on a silver platter. Bruh, um, let me lift up this shit. silver ass top, and y'all can get the, y'all can get these quarter pounders in. Bruh, <laughs> so I remember someone tweeting. Man. I remember someone tweeting during the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> Retweet was, if you had a better dinner than Clemson. What that? I remember seeing that. <laughs> 
And then I remember someone tweeting, someone tweeting during the Super Bowl, like you would think that they're trying to play to lose so they don't have to go to the fucking White House and shit. <laughs> It was like low score. I don't know what score it'd be a real low score, but yeah, man, no one wants to fuck with Trump, dude. No one, no <laughs> one wants to fuck with him, man. That's why. That's why I'm so proud of. I, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna divert slightly, but one thing that I've noticed when I go to a retail store. So when I, I'm talking like Meyer, Walmart, shit like that, or any, really any kind of. Sp- store that sells sports paraphernalia. I noticed that so let's say for example, I'm downtown Detroit and I go to a sports store. There's a sports store on um in Greektown on Monroe by Fishbones. Mm-hmm. I go up in there and you go into any sports store in Michigan, they're going to have uh apparel and and memorabilia for the Pistons, the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State. I've noticed that pretty much anywhere I go, the Pistons get uh, disrespected. I can't get Pistons gear anywhere other than the Palace. God damn it. Little C's Arena now. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep calling it the Palace. I mean, but, we know. We know. I mean, it's been the Palace my whole life. The, well, not my whole life, but my entirety of watching sports. The pit, the Pistons started playing at the Palace when I started watching the NBA. But you can't find Pistons shit anywhere. Or if you find it, it's it's like one rack. Whereas like <laughs> the fucking Tigers and the Red Wings got like 18 fucking racks. And I've always held a lot of animosity about that because obviously the NBA is like the black people sport. The, the, you know, that's where the black people play at. There's virtually no white people that play in the NBA, and the ones that do are not not elite. Your best players are black folks. So I've always I always felt like the Pistons get slighted in sports stores because it's a black sport. And well, I mean, I mean, is. I mean, I'm, I'm I say it like it's my opinion, but I mean it's facts. Like I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I obviously I can't give concrete evidence to the reason behind it, but at the end of the day, the Pistons are the, the NBA and the Pistons are. Are the black sport the local sports that gets the the most you know play are the sports that are predominantly white yeah or predominantly not black I should say yeah and I don't I've never I've always held a great a great amount of animosity about that and I don't remember what point I was about to make <laughs> I, 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 was, I was just what were we you, saying before I, that I just hoping you went to a store down there and you start seeing some actual like no I didn't shit. No, I had a point I was gonna make. What were we talking about before that? Before um, I started talking, um, I mentioned. I don't even know about Trump. I don't know. I had a point. I was, Fuck. I, was hoping, I was waiting on your point. I was, I was about to say that I don't. I, all I have is Pistons hats and stuff. And you, I just order mine on for the lid. So I haven't really been to too many stores that I've had the issue of trying to figure out why they don't have Pistons apparel or something like that. Man, I'm assuming a lot of Lions shit down there too. Damn, I was trying to make a. I had a. I had a damn good point too. About Pistons and their gear. It was about basketball. It was gear? about the the percep not the perception, but the, like the 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 way the sports break down, uh, demographic wise. But I can't. I can't remember what the ultimate point was. If I could remember what we were saying before, it would remind me of what I, what point I was gonna make. I ain't even had a drop of liquor either. And I'm still like Ugh. right. I'm like yeah, man. I'm like sober and shit. I'm like I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Anyways, if if it come up, it come up. Yeah, if it comes up, we'll see. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I also make another point, and I lost that. Uh, Let me see. We were talking about Trump, uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick uh, I don't know. I wish I could. Re- I, I wish I could re- rewind, rewind. <laughs> the live the live podcast. Like, what were we talking about? Whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? We live. We live. And that's what happens when you live. Sometimes you just fuck up. And Motherfuckers shit. forget shit. Yeah. It happens. I have a shitty fucking memory. I mean, my memory is so bad, dude. Like, <laughs> my memory is, is, is simultaneously great and horrible. Oh, at the same time. <laughs> at the same damn time. Uh, who, who had that song? Future? Well, that's future. <laughs> that was future. <laughs> my memory is bad and great at the same damn time. I can remember... So, like, I can't remember a point that I was trying to make 35 seconds ago. I can't remember maybe what, like, I had for lunch yesterday. I'm horrible with time. Like, something could have happened two months ago, and I would think it happened two weeks ago. But I could tell you, I could tell you all kinds of, like, stats. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, piston stats, um... Like championships that teams have won, like I could give you like years that things happened. Like I could tell you the Pistons' record in certain years. I can tell you um, like math type shit. Like I'm really, really good with numbers, but I'm horrible with like uh, what I have for breakfast. <laughs> like it's it's really bad. I couldn't do it now, but there was a time period where I could have told you. Um, the Pistons' highest scorer in history is still Isaiah. But I could have told you the number. And oh, I could wow. still give you ballpark. It's like 19,000-something points, something like that. I could tell you the number. I could tell you the, the, the leading rebounders' numbers, leader steals' numbers, and shit like that. I could tell you those numbers and shit like that. I can't do it now, but I used to be able to do that. I, as far as, like, years and, like, what happened in what year, I could tell you – Everything, uh, like the 2004 Pistons run, I could tell you who they played in every round, what, what's what, like what the series was, like four games to two, four games to one, whatever. I could tell you that shit. I could tell you specifics tell about you games. Like I could tell you all kinds of shit like that, but I couldn't tell you what the fuck I had for yeah, breakfast. My, my memory is randomly sporadic. Uh, sometimes I can remember a whole bunch of shit in detail, and sometimes I I just don't. Um, it's just weird like that. Like I was listening to um what was it? Uh Oh, it was uh Oh, it was Devin Cox podcast. And he had, one of his people was talking about um elections that they voted in. And they were like, oh, what year like who was it that so and so president beat so and so?" And I'm like, I, "I immediately knew who it was." Like they couldn't figure out um they were trying to figure out their their voting history and who they voted for in each election and who that person beat. Okay. And they were like, "Who was uh who did who like who was it that uh when Bush was running, who did he beat? Like was it Gore? And uh what year was that? <laughs> was it Gore or was the other person?" I'm like, "And I could I could run down that shit for several elections back." And I'm sitting there like it was John Kerry. It was John Kerry. It was John Kerry. And it <laughs> <laughs> and they were having this long ass discussion, and I think Delvin was actually the one that was like, "Was it John Kerry?" And I'm like, "Yes, it was John Kerry." 
<laughs> so it's like my memory is like super weird like that. Yeah, I would I would have de- never never got that one for the record. Speaking of music, Two Chains got a new album coming out Friday. Just random tidbit of information. Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not. Jeez. Okay, well, shit, I'm I'm like instantly turned up on my inside. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh... two can two chains is my ultimate my ultimate guilty pleasure, dog. I fucking love two chains, dog. <laughs> I don't know if he's listening. He might not be. Uh, my homeboy. Don't know if he's listening, I bet he's not. But no, nah, my homeboy. Uh, uh, my homeboy Brian. He um. Uh, his his Twitter name is like BT BDT and some numbers. He's tweeted us before, um, but he knows, man, because like it was when I was working at Target, and um, I uh, I was listening to well, we were listening to Two Chains mixtape. Um, fuck, I, here's my memory. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it right now. But his mixtape, the was this, was this after he turned it to two chains, and then before he this was the album? like probably like his first releases two chains, uh, bef- after he was Titty Boy, um, True Religion. I, I just searched True Religion. True Religion. His first fucking mixtape, that True Religion mixtape. Man, we banged the shit out of that fucking True Religion mixtape, dog. And and that shit was so fucking good, man. It like. It's it's one of my guilty pleasures because he really is kind of like part of this like ignorant rap shit that's going on right now. But man, man, two chains is my shit, dog. Like, it's not like he's just having fun, dude. He just he just an old nigga about our age having fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, his fucking he had a uh, his show on Viceland. Have you ever seen that? Uh, the, the most expensivest. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. That shit is good, man. I fuck I fuck with two chains, dog. He hasn't put out anything like so. The True Religion mixtape was fire. And then his his two albums that had the same name. Um, uh, I can't remember. But he had two albums that had basically the same name. <laughs> and both of them was fire. Yeah, so he has an album coming out Friday. I don't think nothing else is uh, actually... No, mu- no music-wise, I think shit. How'd uh, that come up? <laughs> like, just, we were talking just, about like Trump and shit. And like, yeah, 2 Chainz got an album out? Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I just ran into, I was talking about it earlier today, but I don't know why I thought about it this moment. Oh, I, well, I don't know why, but I just remember like, man, that was random as hell. Does it have a name? Is it a mixtape? Is it an album? Like, uh, you know, rapper, like rapper, go to the league. Rapper what? Rap or go to the league. Hold on. Yeah. Rap or go to the league. Hmm. That's literally what it's called. Still one of my favorite songs is uh, Ali Boumaye by The Game. And it's got two chains and Rick on Ross on it. Oh yeah, they were on that. <sighs> Man, on I I remember that year vividly, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> and here again, my fucking random ass memory. The entirety of that year, my favorite song of the year was by MIA. Do you know who MIA is? Yeah, the Chicken Florida. Yeah, yeah. She uh, well, I don't know where she's from. Her name is MIA. She might not be from Florida. I thought she was. From- she may be. I don't know. I don't know where she's from. But her name is M.I.A. She had that Paper Plane song, the T.I. sample. And uh, she had a song called Bad Girls that was produced by Danger, which was like the most fire fucking song, dog. That was my favorite song for 11 months of 2012. <laughs> and then the fucking game 
put out that damn uh, Jesus Peace album with Ali Boumaye with Two Chains and Rick Ross, and that shit, <laughs> that shit shut down my whole 2012. Dog. I still listen to that song every year, multiple times, because that is my shit. That is my shit, man. I fucking love that song, man. And I, I was so mad because I was like, it be it's so interesting that somebody like me could have a song like Bad called Bad Girls by MIA as the as my favorite song of the year. And then two thousand and then and then fucking December rolls around. It might not have been two thousand twelve. It might have been a little little bit later. December rolls around, and and hip hop comes home for your boy. <laughs> I was like. Thank you. Not thank you, but like game came through and made my favorite song change at the last fucking minute. I had a thing where like iTunes would show you how many times you played a song. How many times I played that serious? MIA song throughout the course of 2012 was ridiculous, dog. Like, it was nuts. Like the second closest song was like so, so, so far behind. And yeah, but when so, I look back, that so, game song. I had to do a correction because I have no idea other than the fact that I would think because her name was MIA was something about Miami and she's from Florida. This is from London. I have no idea what made me think she was from Florida. <laughs> I have no well, idea. I have an idea what made you think that. Was, her name is MIA. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> other than that and just thinking of some like uh, uh, short from Miami or some crazy yeah. shit, I have no idea why I thought that. Why would I think that? That she was from Florida. I'm looking through her wiki, and I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, London. Um, what's, I'm looking at her name. Jesus Christ. She's like... Uh, Matangi, Aura, <laughs> Lou Pragism. The struggle. <laughs> so I'm thinking or what her first two letters is M-I-M-A, and then it's an I at the end of her first name. Maybe that's it, or maybe I'm just making shit up as to why it could be. But, is it her initials like first name M, middle name I, last no, name A? Her last name is A. It starts with an A. Um, yeah, but they don't show her middle name. But the, the last letter of her first name is an I. Hmm. I'm guessing that could be M I Y M I A. Let's just go with that for the sake of argument. Yeah, let's. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Have, I don't think I have any musical story where I played songs like that. Those are my only only musical stories. Like my so here's my here's my my definitive musical thing that I I latch onto. So I always play uh, DJ Jazzy Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince Summertime on the first warm day of the year every single year and consistently throughout the summer. It's in my top three favorite songs of all time. Doggy Style by Snoop is my favorite album of all time. I remember the, like I said, the the thing with MIA and then and and then the Games album. Those, that's another one of my landmark music moments. And that might be it as far as like the things that really jump out to me. And then I'm like a huge uh, Michael Jackson fan. Speaking of which, um. What was I? What was I listening to? Um, there was something that I was listening to on my way here. While well, I was listening to the Delvin Cox episode on my way here, but um, man, what made me have this thought? 
I don't remember what happened on the podcast that made me have this thought, but it made me think about how you can have people who are definitively a fan of one thing versus another thing. Like, so you have like you have like a a, a Beatles person, or you're a Rolling Stone person, mm-hmm. or you're a uh, a a Michael Jackson person or a Prince person. And there was something that he mentioned or that someone mentioned that made me think like you're this person or that person. I can't remember what it was, but it made me think of that. And I feel like you could tell a lot about a person by what thing they favor. It's it's, it's well like that, like 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 a Michael Jackson versus person versus a Prince person, like the like. I don't know. I feel like you can. I don't know, like kind of gauge a person based on that. Like, if you are a diehard for one or the other, you're usually not a big fan of the other person, and then it creates an interesting dynamic among the two people. Like, if you're a Michael Jackson person and you're a Prince person, and those two people get together, interesting conversation. Very interesting conversation. I was when you when you brought up Michael Jackson, I was curious if you were going to mention that the uh, mention about the documentary that come out against them. Are you familiar with that? Well, I mean, it hasn't come out yet, right? Well, it's coming out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar but with it. But the, uh, they interviewed some of the family members. And I'm just, super interested to see what the blowback is going to be like from that. Yeah. Super I, I, interested. I really can't wait for it to come out because I really want to see it. Yeah, I'm like, that shit's going to be, that's going to be a game changer. Because, like, if you think about a lot of the other people who had accusations against them that have uh, kind of come to fruition, like, like R. Kelly, for instance, or like uh, maybe like Bill Cosby, something like that. I feel like people can uh, fairly easily write off a Bill Cosby. Like, yo, I really fuck with the Cosby show. And then be like, find out he was a rape, rapist and shit. And be like, yo, I don't fuck with Bill Cosby no more. Or, uh, man, I really like R. Kelly's music. And then find out he was like fucking kids and be like, yeah, you know, I don't really fuck with R. Kelly no more. I can see people being incredibly conflicted <laughs> if some Michael Jackson shit come out that's like really, really, really damning, and then they're like, "So yeah, I'll fuck with Michael Jackson no more." I man, so people, your, people so go still fuck so with him, dog. So what's been your opinion? He did it or no? He fuck with the kids. I don't know, dude. Like, I have, I have. Days. It's easy to say yes because of how weird he was and how weird he looked. So it's easy to say, yeah. I have days where I think he did it, and then I have days where I'm like, man, I don't know, dude. But I, I'm, I'm conflicted like as fuck. So what you gonna do if this documentary come out and you watch it, and and the documentary makes you feel like he was absolutely fucking kids, or at least touching them, or doing any kind of weird shit i honestly are you dude, are you I gonna be like honestly, yo i can't fu- i'm I, not gonna listen to his I music no more i honestly will have a really hard time with that and i'm just saying that as a flawed fucking human being <laughs> man i would have a really i would really have a hard time with that because me i have not had any problems so far because i've not had any any um really really strong ties to anybody who's had allegations so far like, I could be like, yeah, R. Kelly, yeah, I fuck with R. Kelly. We had an episode earlier where I was like, I I think he's he's the king of R&B just because, like, we're talking about the music. So if we're strictly talking about music, 
I think R. Kelly is playing the king of R and B. I can label that and still not listen to shit else. Exactly. And I, I have no qualms about not listening to R. Kelly music. I'm not that hung up on it. But as an unbiased party, I could be like, yeah, I think R. Kelly's probably the king of R&B. Michael Jackson, I'm biased. <laughs> like, so that that would be hard for me, man. Like, I just need, look, I need Stevie Wonder to live to 150 and nothing <laughs> comes out about him. Like, right. Those are my things that I need to get happen right, you know. That would, ah, I would I would be even more conflicted than with Stevie than I would be with Mike. I'm just I, I God, I just hope he just stay on a straight and narrow. I think he's he's probably okay. At this point, I mean, yeah, we we we, we can only hope. We can only fucking hope. But yeah, man, uh, Michael 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 Jackson shit coming out, dog, that's gonna be hard for I, people. I'm dog. looking forward to I wanna see that shit. I'm really curious. They were I think they interviewed, you know, the remaining family. It was just the the guys. And they were just saying this shit's bullshit. You know, he was just having innocent sleepovers. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely curious. I, I can't wait to it. If hopefully it comes here, I know it's just like random theaters, or is it going like Sunday, Sundance Factor? Festival? I thought it was supposed to hit Netflix or some shit. Oh, I didn't know that part. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I don't know for sure, but I think it's supposed to hit Netflix. I don't know. No. Man, that shit goes, man. If that shit is like the fucking that fucking uh, surviving R. Kelly shit, if it's something like that for Michael Jackson, it's gonna be real interesting to see how people respond to it. Real interesting. Yeah, shit. You know, it's but, gonna be different because he did. So it's not like you can boycott him. But I mean, you can you can stop listening to a lot of fucking music. There's a lot of fucking Mike music. Oh God, I don't want to think about it. Fuck. But it's like it's different to listen to old music you already have versus still supporting an active artist. So it's like if R. Kelly got his shit, but R. Kelly's still going on tour, it's like, okay, we can boycott outside of a venue that R. Kelly's performing at. But Michael Jackson ain't performing nowhere. So if 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 he if something like that comes out about him and people are like, yo, he was really out here fucking around with these kids. You can't boycott outside somewhere. Like you, you just got to make a decision. Like, are you, are you okay with condemning what he did and still listening to his music? And then, like, you know how the social media be, dog. People are gonna be out here judging and shit. Like, I ain't fucking listening to him no more. I ain't listening to him no more. And there's gonna be people like, oh, I still listen to him. Ah, oh, you're a piece of shit. Like, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a thing regardless. And I look forward to it because it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we shall see. Anything else? I feel like I'm probably still gonna listen to this music. Dog. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm, 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 really, I'm so torn, I'm dog. Really have to, I'm really have to really meditate on that one, man. I, I just, that's, I, you know, that's just being me, just being fucking honest. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. That's gonna be tough. I'm worried dog. right now, just the thought of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's really like bothering me at this current moment. Like, ah, that's gonna be tough. We need to, um. I also kind of feel like we need to maybe like shoehorn our way into uh, Delvin Cox's uh, Black People episode. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, I, I, I was I like, man, we need to hold motherfuckers accountable. And I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a black episode. I would love invite I, some of them white people on. This. So we need to. Well, you know, I would like to. You know, somehow we could figure out something with Delvin. Maybe even do a uh, an episode. Well, I would just love just to hear. 
hear his thoughts on now that he, you know, he's went through, you know, whites, you know, Latin, Latin Americans, uh, you say he did foreigners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be curious just to hear now that he's done this, like, you know, what is his thoughts on all of the, the shows he's done for that? But I figured that out. Maybe we can have him actually, maybe just have him do a, a voicemail, just saying, you know, what's his thoughts on um being that he's done this so yeah if you haven't um by chance check uh checked out uh delvin cox uh podcast uh we'll tweet a link for it um but his i i've seen his name many a times and i never really never checked out his podcast prior to but you know i got some homework to do i'm gonna check out his some of his past stuff because uh his platform is pretty dope and this series he's doing um, it's definitely insightful. Um, yeah, I learned a lot. Um, I learned that there are some people that don't recognize their privilege and that's for damn sure. And there's a lot of people that do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. So we'll, uh, tweet, we'll tweet the link, tweet the link for that. Yeah. Um, cause I, 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 I totally missed the whole foreigners, uh, episode. So yeah. Uh, Chaffee had a great, a great moment, not a moment, but a great, um, I guess, excerpt on uh, on the uh, the Latin episode podcast. He uh, he he really he really shared some he shared some uh, profound stuff. He had uh, some great feedback. So you know, we've talked about Chaffee before. We've played some Chaffee feedback on here before, and like Chaffee really held it down. So it was good hearing hearing him really share his experiences and uh his viewpoints it was it was it was really good he really held it down so that was cool hearing him on there um the little bit that Baylor sent in rounding up rounding out the first episode of that series was really good so it was cool hearing people that people that I know um give some really insightful and profound feedback and commentary on a lot of the a lot of things they've experienced in this country. So I have an idea. Let's close out this podcast by trying to answer some of the questions that Delvin asked some of his listeners. What do you think about that? That's cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure, I'm sure he has a list, but, um, I don't know it by heart, but I'm going to, I'm maybe between the two of us, we can come up with most of the questions he asked, but, um, well, so let's let's try to let's try to think of some of the questions he asked and see if we can answer them. Sorry, I did my cigar. Um, oh, you good. Okay. So uh, let's see what was what was what was one of them. Um, have you ever felt discriminated against because of your race? Yes. Yes. Next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like it's going to be way less interesting asking, asking <laughs> black people. <laughs> like, have you ever felt privileged because of your race? No. no. Next question. No, not at all. <laughs> but I, I do think here's, here's uh, some good ones. So what was the proudest you've ever been of this country? Oh, Obama being elected by far. Why? Because it. Uh, our 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 history has been uh, white fucking male presidents for the its entirety. So to that was a huge barrier to break. I I, I think 
once that happened, you know, granted, we don't know when it would happen again. You know, you, you know, you know, you tell kids, you know, this fictitious, you can be anything you want to be whenever you grow up. And, and, up, and up until uh, Obama was president, except the president. So now it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, that's 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 a goal that's actually somewhat obtainable. Yeah, uh, we're seeing, you know, minorities, especially women in government now, which is crazy. You know, just the, the the numbers and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's a bit optimistic living in our future, where you know we 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 made history by electing Obama, and then we made history again by electing Trump, like <laughs> in a bad way and shit. So, we did, yeah, definitely. Um, Obama um, becoming president is definitely my 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 proud moment. Every every question, every person who answered that question except for one said the day after nine eleven. That is such. How a, do you feel about that? That is such a crock of shit. Dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but one, I don't remember the day after nine eleven, and and if I had, if I could remember it, it would probably just be in shock of nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Like there was. Th- I never, I didn't see any fucking solidarity. I didn't see any. It was still in shock trying to figure out who the fuck did it. Uh, I remember conversations about that. Just, you know, I think people were praising. Uh, it was a lot of praise for the people who were on the one plane that diverted from the White House or something, or mm-hmm. the the Pentagon, Pentagon. or something. And well, no, cra- one crashed to the Pentagon. One, so it was one that was supposed to be aiming going that way, and they diverted and they crashed somewhere else or something. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of praise for those, you know, those those folks who did that, who pretty much risked their lives. And you know, I mean, I, they might they may have died anyway, uh, but you know, being able to save a few folks, I guess, in the process. But that that is that was the most. I don't even know the, how to even describe that answer that they gave. Like, no, man. That just, I just, that no. That was not. That was definitely not a highlight in the, in in America. A highlight of anything I could think of. I think that the day after nine eleven, I think was one of those days where, um, like the media presented the New York perspective heavy. So it's like if you were somebody who was not from New York and you were watching TV. You were told that New York responded really well to that to that event, and you can you can you can sit and watch that and be like, "Yo, it's good that New York kind of you know you had your first responders and shit and all the all the firemen and the police and shit that that did their thing and all the people who you know who helped dig people out of rubble and." all that kind of shit and that that aspect of it is good but like from my perspective um i was a grown-ass adult on 9-11 and i think a lot of people that he interviewed were not like there were a lot of people who were talking about yeah i was in whatever grade and yada 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 right and i think part of their perspective in saying that the day after 9-11 was one of their proudest points in the in the in the in the history of the country is largely impacted by the fact that the media told them that the country really banded together at that time. Like, from my perspective as someone who was grown at the time, I'm not going to say that wasn't the case, 
but I didn't feel like, oh man, this country is really doing its thing right now. Because from my perspective, I was looking at Bush's response to it, like the whole controversy about him reading that story, finding out that that shit happened and then not doing anything immediately. Like, like those are the kinds of things that I'm remembering, right? Like, so from my perspective, as someone who was an adult at the time, I, I didn't feel at the time some sort of like wholesome warmth about how this country banded together at the time. Um, saying that, so, so like afterward, there was a whole lot of vitriol directed toward, um, I want to say Saudi Arabia or whatever at the time. And I don't think that collectively being anti Middle East is our shining moment. Like, like I, I, and that was how I felt at the time that it was like, Oh, these fucking Middle Easterners came over here and fucked us up. Fuck them. I don't look at that as a proud, shining, banding together moment. And then we found out throughout the course of time that uh, Bush manipulated how we interpreted that situation to his own gain. So, like, I don't really look at 9-11 and the aftermath of that as some sort of, like, positive mark on the country. There was a whole lot of propaganda about how great we responded to it and I'm I'm and absolutely there were people who responded great but I don't look at that as like all oh, the whole country banded together I look at that as the media was telling us the whole country was banded together but in actuality like there was a whole like, lot of anti-islamic sentiment fuck going yeah, on it was tons of that shit dude so like I don't look at that as like a great time I in feel this like country the, the hate probably of the whole you know we're still dealing hate. with that that's still a thing. Yeah, that was 2001. This is 2019. 18 years later, almost 18 years later, come September, we still shit on Middle Eastern people for, for fucking 9-11. As if, like, all Middle Eastern people were like, gang, gang, nigga, let's fuck up fucking New York. Let's fuck up uh, uh, the World Trade Center. Like, there was a whole lot of anti, anti-Islamic sentiment based off of that shit. And so, yeah, like, of course, when you have a tragedy that happens, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to who are going to do great things. But I didn't look at that shit as like, oh, man, the country is really doing this thing right now. Like, I, I that wasn't my perspective as an adult at the time. And I feel like a lot of the people that he asked were not adults at the time. Like, I was hearing a lot of people who are like young teenagers or even younger than that. Um, My answer is also when Barack Obama was elected president. But my answer also comes with the asterisks that Chaffee mentioned. Because Chaffee was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm a, what he, he said, a, a, an optimistic pessimist. Um, I was incredibly taken aback by Obama being elected. Like, I didn't see it coming. I was like, man, I can't believe this is happening right now. We elected a black president. Like, this is nuts. Like, I was so happy. But I was living in California at the time, and immediately I started to see a lot of the blowback from that shit. Like, you could tell that white people were like, yo, we held our hatred and racism underneath the surface, and we weren't really out there with it, and we fucked it around. We fucked around and let a nigga get in the fucking White House. So now, fuck this, we gonna wild out. 
And for the shit, ever since, <laughs> ever since 2008, white people been wilding. <laughs> and so it does come with that asterisk. Like, yeah, it was great to see Barack Obama getting elected, but ever since, it's 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 been a steady decline. So, it, just my perspective. So uh, another question was, what was the, um, I guess, most disappointed you've been in the country? <laughs> I have nothing that, that ranks higher than Trump becoming president. I think that 100 years from now, when kids are in school and reading history books, this will be one of the blackest moments in American no, history. Absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, this motherfucker is, aside from how shitty Trump is as a person, the 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 way the country is behaving at this moment is 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 tragic like his election has brought out the absolute worst in people and that is that is the truest statement ever right now i mean i i mean when when obama got elected you know you you saw the hatred of 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 towards him you know so forth, but it wasn't nothing like the hatred that we've seen of people in support of Trump that after he got elected. Like it just it, it was a, it leaps and bounds more more fuck shit. You know, people were really brazen. I mean, but but from from a person a perspective of a person that 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 has all the hate like that, if the fucking leader of the country is just that fucking hateful. What's going to stop any random person from doing that? Like they, that, this is this is the this is their time. This is what they've been waiting on. Like we're ready to to be fuck ass assholes now, and they yeah. got an opportunity because the person who got voted into fucking presidency is the same way. So yeah, that's definitely the the low lowest low for. And, and let me side rant for a minute. Oh, that reminds me. That's why I mentioned the uh, the Beatles versus Rolling Stones and the. Uh, Michael Jackson versus Prince. Mm-hmm. I think that there are people who are, um, hmm. how should I word this? Um, hmm. Talk for a minute if you can. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to trying to figure out a way how I want to word this. Well, no, I I I don't have much to add other than just. I, I just think about history. I mean, we've had some r- rough times. We had the riots. We've had segregation. There's been some really terrible times. But I really just can't see any of that trumping, trumping, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, superseding uh, Trump becoming president. Like, there's, I just don't see things in our history that, and in my history at least, our history, not, you know, just black history or just American history. That has to be, you know, I don't know what the second one would be. Like, I, I don't either. Tupac like, and, it's Tupac it's, and Biggie dying. Like, there's <laughs> nothing really that, that, that gets that far up, man. Yeah, no, not at all. That's I wonder definitely. if, like, I wonder if at some point we're gonna be ashamed over this, over because. 
over like Trump and everything that's happening right now. Because there's a part of me that thinks that we should be, but there's also a part of me that thinks like people are going to reflect on it and not be as appalled as they should be. Like, I wonder if this is, I don't want to say the new norm, but if, if, if the way things proceed, like if it won't be looked at as bad as it was, or if it'll be looked at as the start of a really long, bad time. Like I'm, I'm really curious to how things are going to play out after the next election, whether he gets elect, whether he gets reelected or not. Well, you know, it's funny because Chaffee said in his, in his um, on a Delvin show that he really feels that he's going to get elected again, and I feel like there's a great chance for him to get elected again. There is a great there chance. Is. I think the people that came out in droves for him for this, you know, his first election. I think it's more people that that really thinks like that. So. I don't, I don't, uh, I see that as a great possibility, a great possibility. I just hope that we, we can, we can do more so that won't happen, but I see that as a pretty good possibility. Pretty good possibility. Do you think that it will matter? Like how much will it matter who the democratic nominee is? Like, do you think if it's Bernie that he can win this time. Well, I can't say this time because it wasn't he wasn't up against Trump the last time. But like, I don't think so, man. I think I, I, I think it's so many candidates this, this coming out. I, I mean, I think Bernie probably has the best chance of them all. Um, I wonder how how many black candidates will actually have a, a, a chance at it. Like, I don't see. I, I've seen so much shit come out about Cory Booker. That, like what and. I hate that I said that because I don't know. <laughs> I've just I've just seen some conflicting views on him, and I'm I'm going to research that. Remind me, I'm going to research that for next for next week. Um, I've seen things about Kamala Harris of people not really liking her as much, um, and so those are the two black candidates. Uh, and then it's like 17 other Democratic candidates running for <laughs> for for, uh, for president. So, but yeah, I'll I'll. I'll definitely do the research for Kamala and, and Cory Booker. Um, but Hey man, I just hope that, uh, uh, Bernie actually makes it like living. Oh, the nigga old, okay. <laughs> he would be the oldest living president. If he was the, to, to actually win it. And to his credit, he don't seem as old as he is. No, I, I give. I mean, he's youthful in in his. Uh, but even to Trump's credit, he don't seem as old as he is. Nah, I mean he's sloppy and nasty, but I mean he's not. He don't strike me as a seventy-something year old. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I lost my thought again. Hey, let's... when I was comparing, like, oh, it's gonna be this kind of person yeah. versus that. Guy. I lost it again. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time I've lost this thought and I can't remember it now because I was going to compare a group of people to another group of people and I can't remember what it is you lost me because I started talking about other shit yeah and I'm like now we're so diverted that I can't remember what it was because I was comparing fuck we were talking about Trump and you trying to get all wordy and shit about it and yeah it. and I'm like now nah, I lost it again and then I know as soon as we hit stop and we remember that shit 
If that happens, I'm going to be like, hit record again. That's fine. <laughs> Just table it, as uh, Killer Mike says. Just table that. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll come back to that one, potentially next week. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm good because, one, is. 1246 and my feet are freezing dude same i don't know why <laughs> so we're ended at that um we'll uh hopefully mike's gonna remember what the fuck he was thinking about and we had that we'll start off the next week podcast with that um Good i got luck. research to do on cory booker and kamala harris and uh any other questions or concern you have email us at what up though podcast at gmail or on twitter at what up though podcast or on Facebook at What Up Dope Podcast. Um, although we don't update the Facebook as much as we should. Um, no, not really. But, yeah, definitely find us on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, pretty much wherever your streaming pleasures will take you. Google. We did do Google, right? I remember once upon a time we used to uh, share Google link, Google Plus. I thought we did. But I don't know. Whatever. I don't think so. Definitely iTunes, definitely Spotify. I know most of y'all got that. So um other than that, uh thanks for listening. Um rate us on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh and we should see you next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.